Welcome to Stuck In My Mind Podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. It's your boy W-I-Z-E And if you live in the northeastern part of Pennsylvania And you need work done on your car Check out my man Jose and his crew at Precision Auto A family owned business that specializes in German vehicles There is no job too big or too small They also offer snap finance for those that need assistance That's Precision Auto at 339 Sterling Road in Toby Hanna, PA Phone number is 570-894-8699 And let them know it's your boy Wise that sent you Peace out and welcome to another episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E-Wise, and I have a very special guest. She's a transformation coach, a speaker, and an author, but I'm going to allow her to pronounce her name because we just went over this in the back, and yeah, I'm not going to really do this, <laughs> but uh, welcome to the show, Barbara. Hi, Wise. Thank you so much for having me. I am from the Netherlands, so that also explains the difficulties with my last name. And my name's actually Barbara Schouten. So that's the way you pronounce it. But if you cannot, don't feel bad because nobody outside of the Netherlands can. So, <laughs> But I, I, love ha- I love having people like you on the show. You're all, you're all about self-improvement, mental health, education. So this is what, I, my, what my podcast has really been about lately. And... It's amazing having the guests that I've had are so much similar, but yet so much different. And I, and I love that. Mm-hmm. I can relate. <laughs> so you're an author, huh? Yes, I have written a couple of uh, smaller books right now about high sensitivity, high sensitivity in combination with the burnout, also about overcoming your limiting beliefs. And my latest one is called Roadmap to Living a Life You Love. And I am in the process of writing a much bigger book, but that obviously takes also a much bigger chunk of my time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, writing a book is not easy. I know people who's who who have written books and they're just like, yes, it's a lot of work, but. I'm sure you've written four already, so you, you and what this one's going to be much bigger. You mean as far as 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 concept and and everything about it? Content. It's, it's going to be more in depth. The other ones are uh, you you can read them easily on holiday, or, or you know it doesn't take them that much time because they're usually under a hundred pages. But I'm now aiming for one that goes over a hundred pages, so more content. Okay, cool. That's cool. That's good. That's good. And um, so you're a coach as well. Yes. I'm a, a transformation coach for people who have always felt different than everybody else, who might have even thought that they were weird or strange or that there's something wrong with them. And usually at this moment when they contact me, they feel stuck in their life or trapped in their life or otherwise unhappy with their current reality. And I help them to drop all the masks that they've been wearing to discover the beautiful person that they really are deep down inside and then I 
help them get really clear on the things that are actually important to them. I connect them with their passion again, and then I help them to turn um, their future into a future that they love waking up for in the morning. That's great. That's awesome. And I'm really, I'm really into like with my podcast, I try to be my true authentic self. I try to be who I am and and I'm a person, I'm, de- I'm still growing, I'm still developing as, as a person. And that's why I started this podcast is, I, I don't I want to share my journey with people. And then I also want to have people on to share their stories and share, share their journey. Because who knows who might, who might have to hear this, this message. And, and it might just change their lives. Exactly. I love that. You know, I think we are never done learning. I'm also still learning and growing and evolving. And I see people like kind of an onion, you know, you keep peeling off layers, but it's like an endless amount of layers. And the more layers you peel off, the more your beautiful self, your authentic self can come out. And um, yeah, the better your life is going to be. Are your students worldwide or are you are just focused in, in your in your country, the Netherlands? No, no, I, I work worldwide. So I have a lot of clients based in the, the United States, uh, but also in Canada. And I have a lot of clients in uh, Europe, obviously, uh, the Netherlands, even more obviously, but also even people from Australia and from Indonesia. So. I love working with all kinds of people and I feel very strongly that I have a very powerful message that is much broader than just the tiny Netherlands where I'm coming from. So, yes, I I cater to everybody that feels that they resonate with my story or with my message and that feels like, you know, my time is now and I want to step out of the shadow and I want to shine and I want to spread my wings and fly and take control of my life and finally start living a life that's worth it to me. No, I, I feel you a lot. That's, I didn't know this was my calling. I didn't know I was meant to be a podcaster and, and have my voice heard. I had been wanting to do a podcast for the longest, but when I got furloughed from work and I was, and I was forced to, to really step out of my comfort zone, and start doing something that that I made excuses not to do. It, it just really felt good once I pressed record. Once I hit the record button, and I just started talking with my nephew, and the way we did it, it, it was funny. And I released it as my first episode, which was like five minutes of content. But then we 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 released it with thirty more minutes of content of, and you can just tell the difference from where we started to to when we were at that day when we recorded the episode. And it was just so much fun. Because at first he was like, yo, don't release the first episode. Let's do, let's keep recording until we sound good. And I'm like, no, we're going to release it like this. I want people to see where we started at. And I want them to see where we're at now, which is a big difference to, especially sound quality and, and the way we're recording now because I wasn't recording using StreamYard and 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 doing using the equipment that I'm using now. It was just me with a cell phone, my mixer, my laptop, and just talking to people through the phone. Oh, but that's a beautiful message because a lot of people overthink starting. 
And the most important thing is that you actually start and starting out with your mobile phone and just having, I, I started out with my mobile as well for my podcast and I had the, the Rode app for the Rode microphones, you know, but then the Rode app on, on the phone. And uh, as long as you don't talk directly into the microphone and, and talk a bit over your phone, then the sound quality is perfect enough for, for starting out. And, and it's, it's great to just finally feel if this is actually for you and try stuff out and, and, you know, people want real more than they want perfect. No, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I try to keep it as real as possible. I try to be me. And, I, and I, 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 that's why a lot of the time I don't script my show. I rather us free flow and let it be more natural. That way, the real kind of the real person that that's my guest comes out and they're able to enjoy themselves and feel comfortable and just have a good time. Hmm. I love that. That's also what I do. Yeah, you get I, the best conversations when you don't plan everything and don't script it to death and just have a heart-to-heart, honest, open conversation with another beautiful person. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. That's all it really is. And if you listen to all my shows, they're, they're, it's all different. Everybody's different, but everybody speaks the same language in a way. It's just a lot of there's a lot of people who who are who are who are self aware that we we develop and grow and we need to to share and speak to people because it's going to take all of us to change the world. It's not it's, it starts with us, starts within us, but it's going to take everyone to change it. And I feel there's a lot of people who are who are out, who are out there doing doing some great positive things. Yes, I, I totally agree. You know, a real loss and change starts with yourself. And you first need to look at yourself and, and how you're doing and be really be courageous enough to be honest and, and say, you know, this, this part of myself I don't really like. And that part of myself, um, what could use a tune-up or could use an improvement? But with kindness towards yourself, with love towards yourself, because you are the product of how you've been raised and the environment that you've been raised in. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with looking at yourself and, and coming to a conclusion that you think, well, certain areas could be improved upon and then actually taking the steps to start improving them. And you don't have to berate yourself or be harsh towards yourself or, or drag yourself down just because you are not like somebody you might admire or somebody else that you're comparing yourself to. You know, it's about being you being the real you that you were when you were born and not the person that you turned into based on the things that you experienced and learned. And I think it shows great courage being honest and brave enough to take a hard look at yourself and, and seeing the things that you think, well, I'm not really happy with this, but you know, I'm a work in progress and I'm working on it and I'm getting there. And, and yeah, that's, that's all you can ask, right? And that's, that's all I really, that's all I ask of myself is, is to really just put in the work. I, 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 I'm taking courses to, to help develop my voice and, and different things just, and, um, different courses to help me in, in my, on my path to what, to what I want to do. But that's just me wanting to work on myself, knowing that with time and practice and, 
with with uh, speaking to other people and, and getting tips from other people here and there that I'm going to improve. Yes. And that's that's the most important thing. You don't have to go from A to B with 200 kilometers an hour or, or, or 100 miles an hour. <laughs> I keep forgetting. you. you oh, no, I, I get it. I, I get it. I get it because um, when I go visit Puerto Rico, they use kilometers. They don't use miles. So it's, it's, yes, I get it. <laughs> and you don't have to be somewhere quick. It can even be baby steps as long as there are baby steps and, and small improvements. And there's also nothing wrong with uh, acknowledging to yourself, okay, today is just, just a bad day and it feels like I've taken two steps back. Um, but I'm going to take really good care of myself and, and really feel what it is that I need and then actually doing that. So that tomorrow will be a new day with new chances and, and me hopefully feeling much better because I took the time to work on myself and do the things that I needed in this moment to get through it or get out it or whatever it is that you need. So what led you down this, this path of coaching to wanting to help people? Well, that is, an, is a very good question. I actually worked in IT for 17 years. I started out as a web designer, web developer, then I became a programmer, then I became a project manager, and then I became an agile coach and consultant. If you're in the IT world, you know what I'm talking about. If not, you won't, but don't <laughs> worry. It's not that important. Um, but what is important is that from a very young age, people kept telling me, ah, oh, but you are far too sensitive and you need to learn how to grow a thing skin and don't take everything so personal and oh you really need to learn how to let things go and when you keep hearing those things over and over again you start doubting yourself so that's what happened to me I started doubting my worth I started thinking that I wasn't good the way I was and that prompted me to suppress a really big part of myself and to survive through my powers of reasoning trying my hardest to be the person that I thought other people wanted me to be to live up to other people's expectations and to get their approval to get their love to be accepted to have friends and for quite some time, it seemed to sort of work. I, I can't say I was happy, but I went through the motions of life and I did what was expected of me. And there were people in my life. I wasn't alone. So I, if you look at it, it, it sort of was successful. But then I, and I, I was a project manager. If you fast forward to, to when I'm 32 and I was working in, in this IT company as a project manager and the customer was extremely difficult and my boss was not giving me the support that I needed and this was a make or break type of project so if this project was successful then our business would not go bankrupt if the project was not successful then that meant the end of the business the end of all the jobs of all my colleagues so you know no pressure <laughs> and I had this team that was reliant on me and they kept signaling things that were not going right, but I didn't get power from my boss to actually change things for them, even though that should have been my role. And every time something went wrong, my boss threw me under the bus. Everything was always my fault and I hadn't done it right, but I, it felt like I was stuck between a rock and a hard place, you know? And it was extremely stressful and it had been stressful for a couple of months already. But I could still handle it. I could still do my job. I could still function. People can function under a high level of stress for, for quite some time, actually. 
Um, but it all went wrong when my boyfriend of seven years, just one evening, we, we had watched a movie on the couch and he stood up, he turned around, he looked at me and he said, you know, I'm done with this relationship. I want you to move out at the end of the week. And I didn't see it coming. We didn't have an argument. We didn't have a fight. We were actually in the process of looking for a bigger house. We were talking about getting married. Um, none of our friends or family saw it coming. So it was completely out of the blue. And if you then add that up to the amount of stress I was already under in my business, it just, it was the final drop in the bucket. And I ended up in a severe burnout. And all of a sudden I had all these emotions that I didn't know how to handle because that was the part of myself I had suppressed all these years. And with my reasoning, I could still, it functioned really well. I knew exactly what was happening. I knew what I should have done. Um, I knew what, what people were telling me. Um, but emotionally, I just couldn't keep up anymore. I all I could do was cry and cry and cry and cry. And I was so incredibly tired. And I felt like I had disappointed everybody, myself, my coworkers, my boss. And I could only think, why is this happening to me? I am a good person. I am a kind person. I'm a hard worker. Why is this happening to me? And I couldn't figure it out. And I felt drowning. Like I was drowning in my life. And in that period, my boss told me, yeah, but you are an HSP because my wife is an HSP and you are exactly the same. And then he moved on to a different topic. And I remember thinking, should I be offended? Are you calling me a name? I didn't even know what he meant with it. So obviously, when I got back to my workstation, I decided to Google it. And it turns out that HSP stands for highly sensitive person. And I started reading about highly sensitive people and about high sensitivity. And all of a sudden, I realized I'm not weird. I'm not strange. There's definitely nothing wrong with me. I'm a highly sensitive person. And that just opened up a whole new world to me. And hungry, I started reading four-hour stories of other highly sensitive people, books about high sensitivity, all the websites I could find. And it felt like I was coming home to myself. And all of a sudden, I understood stuff about myself from when I was younger that I never understood before. And it also gave me an insight into why I ended up in the burnout. And I discovered that the way into a burnout for a highly sensitive person is completely different than for non-highly sensitive people. And about 20% of the world's population is highly sensitive. Uh, so that means that one out of the five, no, four out of the five people I meet, so 80%, four out of five people I meet are not highly sensitive, are different than me, think different, act different, have different morals and values, look at things different, do things very differently. And that was what made me feel like I was weird or strange or like there's something wrong with me. And that catapulted me into this journey of self-discovery and the way out of a burnout turns out also to be very different for a highly sensitive person. So my boss made me do cognitive behavioral therapy, for instance. And I could tell, I, I told the therapist, you know, I, I know exactly what you want me to learn from these exercises. And she didn't believe me at first. She was like, yeah, right. Okay. So what do you think I want you to learn from what I'm sharing with you today? And I told her this, this, 
this, this, and this. And you saw her jaw drop open and she was like, oh my God, yes, that is indeed what I wanted you to learn. And I said, I, own, I know it already, but it doesn't help. So it catapulted me into a discovery or a research journey of how to get out of your burnout. Who am I? What's important to me? And it took me almost three years. And that was how my business started. I started coaching highly sensitive people with too much stress or an impeding burnout or already in a burnout on what happened. How do I get out of it or how do I prevent it? And how do I prevent it in the future? That was actually my first business. And that's because, well, I learned from the entire process and, and it was a huge discovery finding out that I'm a highly sensitive person and that things just work a little bit different for me than for most people. And yeah, that, that's how my first business was born. <laughs> and when you say highly sensitive person, it's, it's not someone who's just very emotional and all that. That's, because that's what probably people might think, but it's someone who's in tune with other people's senses as well. They 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 yes. they can feel what other people are feeling as well. Yes, exactly. A lot of people confuse it with overly sensitive. But overly a lot of people tell me, oh, but everybody becomes highly sensitive because of stress. And that's not true. You're born a highly sensitive person because it's hereditary. It's also not a disease, not an affliction. There's nothing wrong with you. It just means that your nervous system is wired more sensitively. What I always say is your sensory antenna are more finely tuned. So you literally hear more, you see more, you smell more, you taste more, and you experience more. That's one part of it. You also process information much quicker and on a much, much deeper level. And your superpowers include an infallible intuition if you have learned how to listen to it and how to recognize his voice and a great ability for empathy, for putting yourself in other people's shoes, for reading between the lines, for being able to have this heart to heart connection with other people. And yeah, it's, it's not something you can become because you're stressed. <laughs> you either go, no, you go the other way when you're stressed, you become overly sensitive. And that is something that can happen to everybody. So yeah, thank you for that question because it's a, it's an important distinction. Yeah, no, I, I know. I, I kind of know because I know what I what I get from my mom. She is she she's an empath. She she feels for other people and she's very caring and and I get that from her. I, I that's that's her giving her part whenever she can and like when when we had people come visit from out of out of state or wherever her house was open to everyone. And that was just that's the spirit she is. That's the person she was was didn't matter who you were, like, didn't matter how you were, what standing you were, if you rich, poor, it didn't matter. She, if you, she, her house was always open to people, and and she she always was, she, she still is, she's, she's a little older now, she just celebrated her 82nd birthday this year, but awesome. She's, she, to me, that's that's where I get a lot of my traits from, is from her, and, and the kind of person she is, and the kind of person she raised me to be yeah you're right highly sensitive people are people with a really big heart that tend to always be there for other people and usually that comes at their own expense they tend to forget their own their selves and, and their own needs in the process so that's one of the pitfalls that you need to watch out for and 
what you said before, that's one of the things I discovered because when I was young, I am naturally happy and bubbly and, and joyful. And I could be inconsolably sad from one minute to the next. And when my mother would ask me, why are you crying? I never had an answer. She said, are you hurt? No. Did someone make fun of you? No. Did someone call you a name? No. Did you uh, hurt yourself in, in some other way? No. And why are you crying? I don't know. And that is one of the things that I discovered. Highly sensitive people can take over other people's emotions as if they are their own. And because I didn't know that that was possible, I thought whatever I'm feeling is mine because I'm feeling it. And discovering that as a highly sensitive person, you can feel stuff that's not yours. Explain this part to me because... If it's not your sadness, then obviously you cannot answer the question, why are you crying? Because you don't know. It's not your sadness. Yeah. I feel, I feel, um, it's this times I'm watching something and it's, it's an innocent emotion. It might be an emotional scene or something. And, and, and I'll catch myself like welling up, like just all these emotions building up. And, and I'm like, I shouldn't really be in this emotional over this situation, but it's, me feeding off the scene or whatever the the, the the thing of the video I'm watching, whatever it is. And that's just what it is. Yes. I have that with movies also the, the theory scenes or goodbyes or people dying or animal cruelty. You know, we also have a really big sense of injustice. We, we cannot deal with injustice very well. So whenever something happens that feels unfair or unjust that triggers a whole bunch of emotions and, and movies are very good at triggering those emotions and as a highly sensitive person you can easily lose yourself in, in those emotions yes yeah, yeah. This, is, this is a lot of me learning about myself as well like yourself on, on myself on my journey for self-discovery and just me like I said just me learning more about myself and and just tuning into that side of myself and and learning more about what it is to be like that and it, it it's just great I, I i i it's amazing when you start really learning and 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 truly start being able to be yourself when you can just really mm-hmm. be who you want to be and and not have any regrets and and just and just be able to speak your truth and 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 allow people to speak their truths. Yes. Yes, indeed. Because, you know, you're unique. And somewhere along the line, we've learned to suppress parts of ourselves because we were exhibiting unwanted behavior or we had bad examples. So, you know, there are many reasons why we change the way we act and think and, and do. Um, but as children, we usually want to please our caregivers. So we want to please our parents. We want to please our teachers. Um, we want to please everybody that we think is important to us. And that is a big reason and why we change who we are in order to please people and that is another pitfall of being a highly sensitive person and uh, what I see is that most of us are very um, what's the right word we cannot handle criticism really well and it's extremely important what other people say or think about us and uh, we can have a really bad day if if the girl behind the cash register in the supermarket was just mean 
because then we automatically think about what did I do to deserve it and and how could I have avoided it or how can I handle it better in the in the future? We always look for the cause of whatever issue we're facing within ourselves instead of being secure in the person that we are and just thinking, okay, well, maybe she's having a bad day, yeah. but you know, I'm still happy. <laughs> no, I was about to, I was about to mention, I was like, maybe she's just having a bad day and it's just, you're feeling, you're feeling that being that with how you are, you're feeling that extra hostility and that extra energy. And, and yeah, it can, sometimes it can be really, um, just really uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. Yes, but if you put weight on what other people say, and especially when you put weight the same, if the cash register girl and her opinion weighs the same as your mom, (laughs) then something's not going right. And then you are very easily affected by so many people in your day-to-day life that then have a huge influence over how you experience your, your day, your life, and how happy you are. And that's basically giving away most of your power to virtual strangers. And that should not happen because I feel that my mother's opinion should also not be earth shattering end of my life important, but at least a lot more important than the opinion of the girl behind the cash register that I probably will never see again. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Barbara, this has been great. I I love talking to people like, um, but now it's time for you to, to plug and let everybody know where they can find you, where they can, your websites, any Instagram, anything you have, let them know where they can find you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, they can see the text, right? Or you're probably also doing it. Uh, in I'll, below I'll do the, the description. The yes, I'm going to do the description. I'm an audio podcast. So yeah, I just do it in this. I'll put it in the description. Because my name Barbara is with an E. So B-A-R-B-E-R-A. And my website is HSP coach barbara with an e.com and i can be found on all major social medias also under hsp coach barbara uh, i have a youtube channel with under hsp coach barbara i have a podcast called 100 yourself with barbara uh, it's on anchor fm slash hsp coach barbara so <laughs> you get it hsp coach barbara is the theme that comes back in in, in finding me and uh, i have a free gift for everybody that's listening today and it's my latest ebook, The Roadmap to Living a Life You Love. And you can download it for free if you go to hspcoachbarbara.com slash roadmap. Um, and, and that's where you can find this free gift. And I want to say to everybody that's listening and that's resonating with this story, you know, I offer free calls to everybody. I just love meeting people, connecting with people, talking with people. So if you resonate and you just want to meet me or talk with me or share thoughts or whatever just book a call you can find it on my website as well and uh, i'd love to meet you that's awesome so yeah anybody if you're interested definitely reach out to barbara this she's she's a great person to talk to she has some great energy just being able to to conversate with her now has been great it's going to help my day go on pretty well when when you have when you're able to have these types of conversations and it's true it's whenever you're able to have positive creative conversation it, it, it definitely makes your day go much much smoother and much more fun yes yes i couldn't agree more it's it's i that's also a part of why i started working internationally you know there are so many wonderful people in the world 
And it's amazing just being able now with internet nowadays, you know, there, there hardly is a distance. So you can connect with just about everybody. And, and if you have a big heart and your intention is just connecting heart to heart with someone like we are doing here today, then the end result can only be an amazing conversation, which leads to having an amazing day. Yeah. And I thank you for my amazing day. But now it's time <laughs> for shout outs. Big shout out to my real wise fam, Poppy J, Brandy J. You guys are killing it. Love you guys. Big shout out to the boss lady, Fina. I love you, baby. And as always, big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. And do you know how your boy Wise does it? Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at Wise underscore B underscore Blunt. Instagram at Wise underscore B underscore Blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash Wise 76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.